right. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. If this is your first time here, I'm absolutely thrilled that you found us. We are primarily an interview and a commentary podcast. You can find the Billy D's podcast pretty much anywhere podcasts are found. And speaking of interviews, on the studio line with me today, I have Keith Keller. Keith, welcome to the program. How's it going, man? Cheers from down under. It's Friday here. Do you know that? It's actually already Friday. Yes. Yeah, just to let the audience know, we're actually recording this here in the United States. This is a Thursday evening, about 7.15 p.m. And uh, Keith is down under in Australia. You're in Melbourne, is that correct? Melbourne, Australia. Yeah. Melbourne, Australia. Wow. And it's actually Friday morning. So that, that that's pretty cool. Now, wait, you... Wait, wait, uh, wait. We're so far away. We're so far away. It's tomorrow here. Yes, yes. That's a. It's an interesting concept, concept, isn't it? What we are going to talk about today. Listen, you don't necessarily have to be a social media enthusiast to enjoy today's episode, but naturally, it helps. Keith has uh, been uh, an influencer, I, I guess I would say, on Twitter for a very long time. Let's talk a little bit about that first. You um, were known as the Twitter dude, okay? Now, yeah. that's going back maybe about 10 years or so. Tell us a little bit about what that was. Yeah, well, I, I was a career counselor. Uh, in my, I, I, I worked in the city in a cubicle in a call center you know, for 20 years. Yeah. And on my 40th birthday, I look, I just had to quit the corporate roundabout. I just couldn't go to work anymore in a job I hated. I just yeah. I just hit the, I hit the wall. So I yeah. went back to uni and, and someone recommended that because you've done uh, 20 years in the workforce and you hate your job, you'd be a fantastic career counsellor for those people who want to change jobs. So I went and did a uni course, a, a, a sort of a postgraduate degree in career counselling, and I got some letters and and after my name, and I went and worked at a uni and uh, at a TAFE, a trade school here. And then I thought, you know what, I'm going to start my own business, Career Journeys Australia. My tagline was, career change is not only possible, it's exciting. Sure. Like, because, because people hate changing jobs and they're scared because they yeah. need the money. So, I, I, look, I went to work at a uni and I did clients one-to-one. You're sitting on, on, a, on a table, one-to-one, hey, here I am, what do you got? Let me write your resume. Let's do a plan. Yeah. And that's the traditional model that still works in the counselling field. But a friend of mine in 2008 said, look, there's this new site called Blog Talk Radio. It's, it's this cool site where you just ring up on your phone and you have a radio show. Like it sounds right. e- eerily familiar, eerily familiar to what <laughs> we're doing now. So in 2008, a friend of mine said, look, let's do this. We'll do a blog talk radio show every Monday morning to, to cater for Monday-itis. Sure. And if you, if you hate your job, tune into our show and we'll, find, we'll help you find a way to leave it and get another one. And that was the premise of the show. It was called Career Success Radio. It ran for two years. Mm-hmm. And we were so proud of that show that we thought, we're going to make sure that everyone in the world has access to this. So. Yeah. And this is where I became the Twitter dude. Like I tried LinkedIn. I tried uh, Facebook. I tried YouTube. But nothing. No one, no one came to the show as a result of those experiments. Then someone said, 2008 is pretty new, why don't you try this site called Twitter? I think you might like it. 
So I set up an account and I sent out a tweet and 1,800 people downloaded the show overnight from one tweet. Wow. And I thought, whoa. You know, sometimes you have those moments where just something clicks. Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, this was December 2008. We, sh- we started the show in September 2008. By December 2008, I was on Twitter and I was rocking it. And mm-hmm. I just, I mean, I only had about 15 followers, but I knew what was going on. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I'm going to be the dude. This is it. I've, I've found my calling. I'm going to be the guy who works Twitter out and helps other, work, other people work it out. Yeah. So someone coined the phrase, crack the code with Keith Keller. <laughs> and I thought, oh, wow, that sounds pretty funky. Yeah. And, I did, and we did an event in Sedona, Arizona. Yeah. Uh, Crack the code with Keith Keller. And I thought, oh, well, I I think I've found my flow. So I just decided of all the sites we were around at that time, someone, you know, you get a spike, you know, because that's that's the best way to to test in the social media world. You've got to test a few at one time and then you'll see that some work and some don't. And and I, I didn't know why that was, but I just knew it was the case. So... In 2009, I decided I'm going to be the dude on Twitter. I'm going to, that's my going to, that's going to be my thing. We've got the radio show and I'm going to push it. And we ran the show for two years and I loved it. I loved it. We, we couldn't monetize it. We couldn't, we got some clients from it, but we couldn't really right. keep it going. It was, it was sucking, sucking into our savings. So we stopped it after two years and then I, I went full on into Twitter mode. And, you know, I guess you're right. I, I guess I have made a bit of a name for myself as the Twitter dude. Yeah, the Twitter dude. Well, that's okay. Now, what's, uh, you know, like I said uh, at the top of the show for the audience, you don't necessarily have to be enthusiastic about social media. But in today's world, any kind of business, any type of thing that you are doing as a creator or what have you, it, it, there's going to have to be a social media component. Yeah. And this all factors into marketing and, and some of the marketing principles and things like that that we're going to be talking about mm-hmm. today transcends social media. There are things that you should be applying across the board. When it comes to Twitter, what is it about it that kind of sets it apart as a marketing tool? Yeah, yeah well, the thing, that, the thing that's very important to remember about Twitter is that the, the people on Twitter are very loyal. Like there's 225 million people, million that's six zeros. Now, mm-hmm. people like, go to Twitter every day for the news, for the golf, right. for the latest stuff. They're active. They're very engaged. They're very into it. So people that are on Twitter love Twitter. Yeah. You know, they, they use it. It's part of their ecosystem. It's part of their lifestyle. They check their phone for the latest goss on Stranger Things mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever, you know, the latest song. Whatever's by going McCall, on. Whatever's going on. Like, and yeah. so it's a very active network. And it's because of that, if you can master it there, you've, you know that the people that are on it are very loyal. Yep. And so my, my philosophy is I, I only pick the ones that really work for me and I don't try to be everywhere for everyone. And right. so would you agree? Would you agree with that being its main sort of thrust and presence? Yeah, absolutely. I, there's no question that as a, as a podcaster, I have Twitter as kind of like my social media home. Now that's not to say that I don't do things on other platforms, but you can only do so much well. And between creating the podcast, which is very time consuming, I have to put a lot of effort into it. And then of course, uh, good marketing with Twitter takes a lot of effort. 
to be doing this on a half a dozen platforms, th- there comes a point where it's, it's something is not going to work. So I'm yeah. a very much a believer on, uh, you know, picking one or two that seem to work very well for you and, and sticking with those. Let's talk a little bit about community building because before I know we're going to get into social audio and some other things, but just in general, as yeah. a uh, as a strategy, what is a community? When you hear people talk about community building online, what mm. is a community? Well, I think the word community for me means uh, fellow travelers. You know, like so, w- the people on Twitter are very loyal, and Twitter people love Twitter. So we mm. are a community of people that have a shared interest. For a start, we're on Twitter. Yeah. So a community as it relates to Twitter, but in general, are people that have a shared interest. Like we have a Twitter Spaces show, and the show for me is about tech. So people that come to my show get to hear about my latest mic purchase or my latest aspirational goal to get a new mixer. Or And people who come to that know that's what the show's about and they love that topic and they communicate with it and they're part of my, my, my sort of career. Sure. You know, we're very we're very enmeshed together. And you'd be able to speak to that because you come to my show regularly and, and we're just such a great team, aren't we? Yes, absolutely. Uh, my wife uh, was listening the other day and she heard you mention that you're an Aquarius and uh, she made the comment, well, it's no wonder you two get along because <laughs> I'm an Aquarius as well. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, of course, I... I'm not sure how much faith I put into the signs and everything, but, uh, you know, sometimes things, uh, they do line up and they, they make yeah. an interesting coincidence. That is for sure. I always say that uh, community building online is very much like business networking. And prior to what happened with COVID, I was kind of active in the real life business community building thing. Mm, mm. And you have to approach it in the right way. I know that a lot of times I would recommend a certain uh, marketing group and uh, my friends would go to it and come back and say, well, I'm not going to go again. I didn't get nothing out of it. And that remark always got me because I don't know what they expected. I don't know if they expected someone to give them a prize when they walked in the door (laughs) or whatever, you know. (laughs) You made it, man. Good on you. Yeah, and, uh, but you have to you have to uh, show up regularly, and you have to give, and I don't necessarily mean money or things, but you have to give of self. Yeah. You have to provide as part of your brand. You have to be part of the community and a worthwhile member of the community, a productive member of the community, and eventually you will get recognized as an authority in your field. Well, and that is said, where the dividends come from. Go ahead. What you've said, what you've said there is, is proof right now. You've come to my show and you've had enough faith in my integrity that you've invited me on your podcast. Yeah. You would never have done that. You wouldn't have done that if I just sort of was out there selling my, my wares. And you, yeah. I would never even have known that you had in your head, look, I'm looking for guests and Keith might be a good one. Yeah. You would have just you would have just let it go through to the keeper, as we call it here. You would have yeah. gone, there, he, there he is, and I'm not having him a part of my team. But you, no. you, this is a very good example of the word community. You've come to my show, you've enjoyed it, you often speak, and then you've invited me to come to your show. Invite, and you, you're introducing me to your tribe now. That's the yes. ultimate gift that you give people. Guests get to to, to to all the people that listen to your podcast may not have heard of me, this random Aussie in the future. 
Yes. Well, you not only provide uh, uh, and and for the audience, you can find Keith Keller on Twitter at Keith Keller, real easy, nothing fancy, at Keith Keller on Twitter. Your uh, spaces are Monday nights here in the United States, which is 8 p.m. And then you do another one, which is Wednesday, same time. Um, As part of your... uh, uh, like you said, how you present yourself. I, I, I believe you are, you're very personable. You're a fantastic host. And uh, sometimes when people start uh, co- coming into the space and they start talking about their personal journeys and some of the things they overcome, you really show a good side to hear your humanity, I would say. Mm-hmm. And that's really what makes people connect with you, I think. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I believe you're so successful. One of the last shows that you did that uh, you had this uh, three-step uh, procedure for kind of yeah. how you behave online. And um, I kind of liked it. It's A, amplify your message, B, build your brand, and create a community, which of course is C. That's kind of the steps to go about how you market yourself on Twitter. Would, do you want to explain that a little bit? Yeah. So I like acronyms. I mean, I like I like putting it into context, um, I've worked out that my place in the world is that I'm a bit of a sort of an explorer. So I'm the one that's bashing through the forest and then when I get to the uh, camp, I make a map. Mm-hmm. Like I'm the one who does the all the, the heavy lifting in a way. So, yeah. you know, Twitter Spaces has been going a while, but still a lot of people haven't heard of it. So I created this phrase, Twitter Spaces ABC. And I was so inspired by the fact that you liked that that I went and got the URL, twitterspacesabc.com points you to my show page. So if you ever want to know about what my show's doing and what the latest update is, I went and got that URL, which cost me $16, and now I'm going to do a show regularly for people that know ABC. But then I thought, well, why don't we make that into an acronym? And we, Mm -hmm. we did a bit of brainstorming with Twitter polls and things like this. And we worked out that amplify your uh, message, build your brand, create your community. It really wraps up the potential for Twitter spaces in one short sentence. And yeah. all of those things are available on Twitter spaces, and I'll tell you why. So Twitter spaces is a thing that happens on Twitter, on your phone, and anyone can join from anywhere in the world. So we've mm-hmm. had people from Afghanistan, Pakistan, Saudi Arabia, places you would never go to in your personal life unless you're very, very adventurous or you happen to have people in those towns. Right. Now, I've never I've never been to Pakistan, for instance, or Saudi Arabia or, you know, Afghanistan, sure. although it's not impossible, but right at the moment it's probably not on my top ten list. Sure. So, but these people turned up on their phone and they were part of the community. They were, they, mm-hmm. We got their perspective. A guy in Afghanistan was having breakfast in Kabul and he just said, well, man, I'm just here and I'm enjoying the show and I think I better go because my coffee's ready. And But he, he, was part of the, he was part of the team and there's this joy, this joy that not, happens that, you know, what I can go outside of myself. Yes. Mel- Melbourne has five million people. I could go into the city and do this. But, mm-hmm. you know, the idea of amplifying your message, you know, Afghanistan, that's about as far away as you can get. Sure. You build your brand, you've got a message, you've got a book, you've got a band, you've got uh, a cause. Mm-hmm. Twitter is just the purpose built for that. Sure. 
and create create a community. Well, if if you're a go-giver, as we often say, and Bob Berg's such an inspiration for this idea, if you're a go-giver, you're going to create a a hub, a tribe, a community. You're just going to because people, they want inspiration and they want to help. I want to hang out with nice people. I want to hang out with people that reciprocate. You know, yes. you can only you can only put water into a bucket one way so many times before you think, right. you know what, I'm out of water and the bucket's full and I, they're not coming back to me, right? And right. I'm, I'm not selfish, but the point is that you do you do sometimes get to feel a bit flat if it's not two ways. Right? Sure. Would you agree? Absolutely. Yes, it has to be. Um, like I said, you, you you have to give to that community if you want to get back. And one of the quotes associated with this concept is if you want to get the things that you want in life, help other people get the things that they want. And it, and it really does. It really does work because if people are enthusiastic about recommending you, if they are enthusiastic about being around you, if they are, you know, like I said, getting back to the, the analogy of going to these real life marketing uh, groups, if you're the guy walking around with the business card and a sales pitch, you're going to be the guy people are avoiding. Okay. Avoid you, it. Yeah. Yes. You don't want to be that guy. You want to be the guy that, wow, what does this guy have to say? You know, I like this guy. You know, that's, that's the person you want to be around. And it's, it's the exact same concept. Well, let's pick up on that a bit, bit more. Let's pick up on that a bit more. Sure. I, I would recommend you go further and actually ask people what they're doing. Yeah. People always love people that talk about them. Yes, so, absolutely. You know, if you if you went up to look, don't worry about me. I've got. We'll get to me later. But tell me what you're doing. How are you doing? What's your business? What What do you think? How can I help? Yep. Tell Tell us what you're passionate about. And if it happens to sync well, well, I'll tell you what I'm doing. But I'm not here for that. So if you, I mean, it's it's a different mindset. Yes. If you go in saying I only want to go because I'm going to sell and the ROI is how many sales they've got, well, then you, you might as well not go. Just yeah. stay home and watch Star Trek. You just stay yeah. home and have a cup of tea and watch the football. Exactly. So, because you're not going to get anything anyway, so you're wasting your time. But if you go exactly. to an event and say, look, I'm here and how are you doing? And I'm, I'm, I'm a dude. I'm, I'm in Melbourne, Australia, and you can come to my show if you want. But what? tell me what you're doing. Come to my show and tell me what you're doing. Exactly. Then suddenly it's a, it's just a very communal, warm family vibe, isn't it? Absolutely. That is so true. And, and I, I've, I've dealt with a lot of people here over the last 10 years since the emergence of the, the concept of content marketing and other things. And it seems counterintuitive because a lot of them, when they started, it was the idea that you would advertise yourself, come to me as the authority. If you want to find out what kind of paint to put on your deck, mm-hmm. come to our store and we'll help you pick. And the idea that you put this information out forward uh, initially uh, is something that is very counterintuitive to a lot of old school people in terms of how you do advertising and such. But that's not how people operate anymore. People look for information first. They want to find people that they know, like, and trust. That's that's the first step they do when they pick up their phone. And when they find that information, you want to make sure that that information is good and it's objective and it leads people to you. So that is an excellent point in all that. Now, you mentioned Twitter spaces. And that's a type of social audio for the audience who may not know. Mm, mm, mm. What is social audio? Yes, this is a good point because a lot of people still don't know. So the idea of social audio, which is a concept, is uh, exactly like Zoom meetings without the video. Mm -hmm. And it came about primarily from a site called Clubhouse in April 2020 
when a very clever guy said, you know, wouldn't it be cool if we could network but not have to turn the video on? Mm -hmm. I don't have to have a shave. I don't have to make sure there's a special light. I don't have to get a webcam. I can just chat to people on the phone. No, this didn't take off straight away. But the point is that we've experienced what we call Zoom fatigue. We're sick and tired of hour on hour having to put our Zooms on and, you know, there's all this special equipment you have to buy to make yourself look good. So um, social audio, Clubhouse began this modern version of this in April 2020, but in November 2020, Twitter said, well, let's have a go. Let's have a go at this. And they went, they launched with a sort of an Android first strategy to counter Clubhouse's iOS strategy. And so everyone on Twitter, who's on Twitter anyway, were thinking, well, geez, I'll keep hearing about this. Let's try it. November Mm -hmm. 2020, about two years, two years now. And so social audio is the theme that's so common now. There's about 70 copycat apps, 70 copycat apps. LinkedIn just launched in Australia like this week. We're doing mm-hmm. an event next week with my friend Jane Jackson, who would be such a. In fact, you were on that call when she came in. Remember that's yes, that's absolutely. a very good example. And she, then, and, look, are, let's she just, and I have to let's, have talked. Yes, let's just riff on that. So sure. here I am. I'm doing a show on Monday night, eight pm, ten am for me, and, and Tuesday on a Tuesday. And mm-hmm. my friend Jane DMs me to say, "Hey, look, I just did a LinkedIn live event. I'm so excited. It's working." Yeah. And I said, "Well, why, why don't you jump into my Twitter space, which is still going, and have a chat?" And she did. And suddenly my friend Jane from Sydney, Australia, meets my friend Billy from, you know, the US, and they're, and they're, they're mates now. And, and you'll probably go on her podcast and she'll probably go on your, your podcast. And, and there's this conduit, this random Aussie in Melbourne, Australia, who is like the juice that, that meets the, the two of you. Yeah. So social audio is a, f- a phenomenal idea because of its ease of use. This is probably the best thing to say. Yeah. Separate to the analogy of no video, it's low bandwidth. So because video takes up a lot of load, yep. if you're in an area where you've got a poor signal, you might not get a YouTube video, right. but you can still do a social audio event. So as a result, we have people calling in from Pakistan and Afghanistan, Saudi mm. Arabia, and, you know, we count, we count the countries every week. Hey, there's, there's um, Jerry calling in from Ireland. It's 2 in the morning, and there's Simon. He's in Dublin. There's someone mm-hmm. calling in from London. Wow, look at that. There's someone calling in from, you know, Alberta. And, yeah. uh, and, and, and so we, the, the idea of social audio is the, ex, the inclusivity. That's the thing I love yeah. about it. it. It takes away a lot of layers. Would you agree? Because you've done both. Sure. Yes, I, I, I am a big proponent and I, I do video a lot for, for work and I really enjoy video. I, I find it, I find the creative things in general, uh, very exciting, but there's a, uh, for me, there's a fondness for audio. I believe there's a certain intimacy in yeah. your voice and uh, you have to rely on the spoken word. You can't rely on the facial expressions, your looks one way or the other. Uh, you know, a lot of comedians rely on odd looks and some people rely on uh, beautiful looks. Uh, none of that counts. Uh, your pie charts and your graphics, none of that will help you. It's all audio and you have to uh, articulate your feelings and put that emotion into your words. And I'm, I'm very much a, a proponent of the spoken word as an art form. So yeah, I very yeah. much like uh, social audio and, and those aspects of it. Now, you mentioned that there are dozens upon dozens of social audio platforms. 
Um, Twitter, I believe, is one of the ones I kind of gravitate to because, like I said at the top of the show, I am um, already making Twitter and have been for a long time my social media home. So I'm already there. And like you said, there's already millions of people that are already there. They already have causes. They already that they are championing on Twitter. They already have books that they are championing on Twitter. They already have music and on down the line that they are championing on Twitter. So it makes sense right in that uh, right in that ecosystem to go ahead and do the space right in Twitter. Twitter spaces is here again, for those who may not know, if you have Twitter, you don't need a special app. There's a uh, you know place that you will find that you can uh, listen to spaces. And what, what's the best way to describe how you get alerted on Twitter when there's spaces going on? If people are just casually looking through the app, how do they find active spaces? Well, I tell you, there's, there's an amazing site. Oh, geez, it's good. There's an amazing site called spacesdashboard.com. Now, this is amazing because I've been researching this a lot lately and yesterday when randomly I had a look at it, there was a 1,118 Twitter spaces going on at that exact second. Wow. So Twitter spaces, sorry, spacesdashboard.com. Now, of those, 365 of them were in Japanese. Wow. Interesting. So anyway, depending on your followers and how you how you have your your app set up, um, you can find some of your 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 the people that you follow. Let's say, for example, you might be at the top of your timeline where your where your stream is coming down on mine. For example, yeah, talk about that too. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll riff on that as well if you like. So if you're on your phone, sure, and you ahead. don't want to go somewhere else. You don't want to go somewhere else. Yes. So you're on your phone anyway. You go to the home screen, the home button, and across the top. Uh, on of your phone, there'll be a series of purple dots, maybe ten, and that what that represents is people that are, that you follow that are running Twitter Spaces right at this second. And so I follow fifty five thousand people because I'm really into what people are doing. So uh, you know, I I get like ten or twenty of these little things coming along the top. Right. So if if you want to be a listener to a Twitter Space. You could simply go to your home screen and some people that you follow will be doing a Twitter space right now and you can listen to them. And you, because you're following them, you can trust that possibly that might be of interest to you. Sure. Uh, the searching feature is not awesome on Twitter spaces and they are working on that. But yeah. you, you mentioned an interesting thing that if people want to start, they probably could start by listening to others, right? Yes, absolutely. And one of the things I was going to get into is a lot of people are very apprehensive about listening to a space. A Twitter space, for lack of a better term, is simply you have a host. He can have a number of co-hosts and he can have about a dozen uh, speakers if you want to. Yeah, Yeah, 12 12 if, 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 if you want to. Uh, just because you listen to a space, people can see you come in the space, but you're not obligated to speak. So if, if you're apprehensive about checking something out and you're afraid to go into a space, it's just a matter of listening. You just say, hey, and, and a well-written topic is, a, is a, another topic. But let's say, for example, a headline, somebody has something real interesting, you know, uh, how to make a million dollars in five minutes. All right. I'm just being, being coy here, but I wonder what that guy's talking about. You go into that space. And you can just listen. And there's nothing obligating you to speak if you don't wish to. Yeah. And you can hop right out if you if it turns out to be not what you what not what you're interested in, you can just hop right out. So don't be apprehensive about listening. If you start to feel comfortable, and that's this is a great segue. 
Um, what kind of, and, and here again, Twitter's great for trending topics, breaking news, all that stuff. It's probably more real time than any other platform that's out there. Um, if you decide, hey, you know what? A space might be good for me. What kind of individual, what kind of creator, what kind of person in general? Obviously, everybody's an individual and they're going to have different things that they like. But as a general rule, what kind of person should be looking into Twitter spaces right now? As a creator? Yeah. Yeah. So if you if you are the sort of person that has a podcast or has thought of having a podcast, this is Twitter spaces is probably, you know, podcasting kindergarten in the sense that if you've thought of having a podcast but you don't know what mic to buy and you don't know what equipment to get, you don't know how to join the dots, Twitter spaces would be the perfect place for someone who likes to speak and likes to interview people and likes to be engaged in the community. So if you've got a podcast, Twitter spaces would be the perfect adjunct to that strategy. Sure. Uh, like my friend Ruth. I'll talk about Ruth's strategy in a minute because it's brilliant. So um, the other way, if you don't yet have a podcast and you're thinking, you know, it, would, would it work? Can I do it? You could start a Twitter space for free. You don't have to record it. If you don't record it, it just goes away. Yeah. You know, if you don't, if you don't like it or you fumbled your words or, you know, you felt a bit silly, it just goes away. You don't have to worry. If you do record it and you like it, you can keep it or you can delete it. Yeah. So Twitter spaces is like, the perfect place for everyone who's ever thought of doing a podcast but hasn't got around to it and the perfect place for people that have a podcast that want to increase it. And I want to share all my really cool story about my friend Ruth. So Absolutely. Go right ahead. R- Ruth and I have done a show every uh, Wednesday night, 8 p.m. since Jan- January 4th. And we Ruth is so good at this, she actually programmed um, guests all the way through to the end of June. Wow. And it was unbelievable. So she's now currently got guests all the way through to the end of September. Right. And she's just so good at that. So we ran it for six months, and that was the show called Building Global Communities, and we're very proud of it. And it, it sort of has naturally we've wrapped it up in a bow, and it's a natural extension of that, that process. Mm-hmm. Then now what she's done, starting this week, is she's so clever. She's actually recorded the podcast first and had that on her podcast player, and mm. then she does a Twitter space with that guest to talk about the podcast. Right. So on the, week, on the week that that podcast goes live, she interviews the guest who's on that podcast to talk about it. So she's getting two bites of the cherry. That's Not great. only does it go live, she's also doing a Twitter space as a teaser. Yes. So it, it could work for two people, two types of people, people that have a podcast that want to promote the podcast, and people that have thought of starting a podcast. You and I both agree that Twitter's sound quality is not at a podcast standard. So I'm yeah. not going to recommend that you take the audio from Twitter and use it. It's not good enough, is it? No, it's not a production tool. Um, I would go a step further in that Twitter spaces because of the fact that there's, that there's such an engaged creator community on, on Twitter to begin with. I've talked to a couple of the uh, authors who have been on my podcast about doing a space about creative writing, how to write humor, uh, what inspired them to write their book and have a have a space with other authors and uh, share ideas. This type of this type of stuff, readers eat that stuff up. I do. They, 
Yeah. And, and, and because of the fact uh, Twitter space is very much like a podcast is a very passive uh, thing to do. You can set your phone down, listen to it and do other things. It's not like a video or something where you have to sit and watch it or read it or whatever the case may be. So I think that's possibly its best. I think what you've just said there is possibly Twitter's best advantage. Twitter spaces. You can go for a walk. You can work mm. out. You can drive your car. You can, you know, mow the lawn. I've, I've often listened to Twitter spaces while I'm mowing the lawn. Yeah. You know, I've, I've gone for a walk on the beach. I've walked the dog. Oh, I don't have a dog, but you know what I mean? I've seen people walking the dog listening to podcasts. So it's sometimes I like to do activities on their own, and that's a mindfulness technique. But sometimes you think, well, you know, I might as well be listening to something because I'm just vacuuming the carpet. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm, not really, I'm not really doing anything that's very important. I could be washing the dishes. So it's a way of learning. It's an educational tool because, as you said, if someone was doing a masterclass on creative writing in Twitter spaces, I mean, you could go to a college and do, pay 100 bucks for that. Mm-hmm. My, my friend Jerry actually yesterday coined the phrase 1,000 years of learning. He yeah. believes that the, the, the community that we've now built on a Monday night has collectively learnt about 1,000 years of college learning because we share from the heart, from the moment. Yes. Of course, this is a complete exaggeration, but the point is that I'm a, I'm a kinesthetic learner. You know, I need to touch it. I need to feel it. I need to see it. I, I could read a book, but it wouldn't make any sense to me. I can, yeah. I can read the words. I understand what the words are sequentially, but yes, I don't sir. feel it. I, I, I don't no, join the dots. Yeah. Whereas if I touch it, I've got it here in my hand and I'm doing it then suddenly I, I feel an intrinsic relationship with that learning, yeah? Yes, absolutely. I'm, yeah. I'm with you 100% on that. Now, before I let you go, um, I know that we're just glazing the surface here. Uh, I would yeah. strongly recommend anybody who's interested in increasing whatever it is that they are doing, their, their passion, their business, what have you, uh, social media marketing right now, social audio is one of those little bright lights off in the distance that you can't ignore. It's one of the ones that's getting brighter and brighter. So yeah. to find out more about this, I would strongly recommend that you check out Keith Keller. Keith is probably one of the best spaces hosts that I've heard. And um, I've been doing this a long time. So that's a, I, I mean, wow. that he's really wow. good. What a, what a yeah. cool thing to say. Yes, and uh, you can find him at Keith Keller on Twitter uh, to tell us about your Monday night show and your partnership with Ruth. And by the way, one of the people who have been on my podcast is going to be on Ruth's show, Christy. Christy Books uh, is, uh, uh, from what I understand, I just got somewhere she's going to be on Ruth's show. So that's awesome. And you're uh, going to be on it too, aren't you? Uh, I, I, I've been on, uh, uh, yes, absolutely. I am going to be on Ruth's show as well. Uh, so, yes. Uh, that's all, that's all in the works as well. I don't believe we have a date yet, but that's, that's, that's in the works as well. Yeah, Let me you, go- you've, you've, you've recorded. So there's a couple of things. One is if sure. you're on Twitter, if you're on yeah. Twitter already, you just use the at sign and it's Keith Keller, K-E-I-T-H-K-E-L-L-E-R. I'm lucky I got my own name, right? Mm-hmm. Cause you know, often if you wait too long, you can't get your own name. Yeah. There are 175 other Keith Kellers on LinkedIn. <laughs> I, I couldn't get the .com. I, can't, I have to use .com.au. So you can go to keithkeller.com.au because mm-hmm. I'm in Australia. I couldn't get the .com. One of, one of the other Keith Kellers on LinkedIn. One of the other Keith Kellers beat you to it, yeah. 
which is funny. But the thing I really want to create is I really want to create a community around Twitter Spaces ABC. If you if you really want to get your head around Twitter Spaces, I do a show every Monday at eight PM Eastern, and um, it's loosely called Buy Me a Coffee because I do the show for free, and it's always going to be free. But mm-hmm. I, I just say, look, if you if you're digging it, and you would imagine me doing a little one on one in a coffee shop, you'd probably buy me a coffee. So uh, I encourage people who do like the show, if they want, you know, they can help me buy my next purchase because my show is about a little bit about tech. So yeah. I have a Zoom 2QN, which I use as this webcam, but I had to buy it. And when I buy it, I test it out and I test all the features. It's like what I call an audio unboxing. I just made that phrase up. I don't do videos, but I do this audio unboxing. Mm-hmm. So Monday show, 8 p.m., loosely called Buy Me A Coffee Monday. But the theme is really Twitter Spaces ABC. Mm-hmm. Com. And all of my information about what I'm doing and what my latest purchase is at the moment, I'm really excited about a, a pod track four, which yes. you recommended, you know, so that will allow me to record a, the quality as a WAV file. It'll be, it'll be better recorded. We can then turn it into a podcast. Yeah. So I, I love doing it. And I, I really appreciate the fact that you've given me an opportunity to share this with all the people that haven't yet tried it because there must be a lot of people that haven't heard of it yet. Oh yeah, sure. And it amazes me too, because uh, a lot of times I'll, I'll talk to younger folks and they're always presumed to be hip and I'll, t- uh, hip boy, that's, that's showing my age there, right? That hip isn't very hip anymore, but you get my meaning. And uh, uh, they, they, a lot of them don't know about any of the uh, social audio. It's club, whether yeah. it's clubhouse or whatever. So I, I kind of have to give them some background on Twitter spaces and what it is. And, um, so yeah, I, I, I for whatever reason, I, I and you know the the stats on this a little bit better. When you look at the com- the community of users on Twitter, only a small fraction of them are aware of Twitter Spaces, and uh, that's amazing to me because it is such a great tool. So that's neither here nor there. But now we have some people, some more people, hopefully know about Twitter Spaces and they know about yeah. your show. Tell me a little bit about Ruth's show as well, which is on Wednesday. Yeah, so Ruth's, Ruth's now got a show on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m., 10 a.m. Thursday for me, and she's she's gone down this path of uh, we were talking about building community. Now she said the show is called Choices, mm-hmm. From Struggle to Success. And so she's it's a very much a storytelling show. Tell me your story and how you got from there to here. And people love stories. Mm-hmm. So the thing I love about it, and we, we brainstormed this a bit, but it was essentially Ruth's idea. Yeah. She records the show, a, a full-on podcast, which she has on all the platforms, ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she, she uses that exact same format uh, in weeks to come to say, well, okay, Billy was re- I recorded Billy's show in June, but now we're, we're, we're up to October, so you'll probably be in October, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. And so she'll load the show. And then she'll talk about it. So she's got, a two, as I said, two bites of the cherry. We're very yeah. excited by this because she's got a number of downloads that she knows. She's a site called Libsyn. And uh, she knows how many daily users have come to the show and how many monthly users and how many shows she's had downloaded sure. so far. And this is actually a very, very good point for why I recommend social media in general. You can stack everything. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when you work in the 
when you advertise in the real world, you really don't know if it's working. You can spend a hundred bucks in the local paper or put a billboard up in in the street, or you can advertise on the television. But no, no one's telling you how many people have seen it and watching it, and and how yeah. many people have bought stuff. Sure. So we're we're going to run this show probably for the rest of the year, and and Ruth will have a direct relationship between. Did the podcast listens go up? Mm-hmm. Did it make no difference at all? And if it makes no difference at all, then you can adjust right on the fly. Sure. That's that's why I love social media. It's one of the major advantages of it, isn't it? Absolutely. And to be clear, you can find uh, Ruth on Twitter at Ruth L. Snyder. You have to have the L in there. Yeah. At Ruth L. Snyder. Keith, once again, is at Keith Keller on Twitter. And you can find me on Twitter. Really easy to find at Billy D's. I'm also uh, very lucky to have gotten the uh, screen name. You're Billy right, and of course, we got on very early. Now yeah, there's yeah. so many, so many combinations of, of names that have been in use out there that uh, sometimes the name that you want is is uh, you know not available. But really easy to find on Twitter at Billy D's. That's kind of like my social media home, as I've mentioned before. I do have uh, some links in my bio on Twitter. You can uh, find the podcast at the Billy D's podcast is available pretty much anywhere podcasts are found, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and with friends over at Good Pods. Do check that app out. And if you ever uh, search me up on any social media platform, it's just Billy D's. I, I don't get fancy or cute. It's just Billy D's. Real easy to find. Keith, thank you very, very much for coming on oh, the podcast right. and uh, giving everybody some uh, background on Twitter and Twitter spaces. And uh, it's much appreciated. Your insights are always so good. And for those of you who haven't heard his spaces yet, he always speaks with such enthusiasm. I mean, I can tell you just love this stuff. And that is absolutely fantastic. And it's what makes you so successful on there, Keith. Yeah, you really do a fantastic job with those spaces. Thanks so much. I can't wait to hear how you've taken this interview from YouTube and all the other sites. So you know, let me know as soon as possible and we'll, we'll sort of we'll milk it. We'll very really good. push it. We'll really awesome. push it out there. All right. Very good, Keith. Thank you very much for being on the podcast. And to the listeners, thank you very much for listening to the podcast. I really, really, really appreciate every single listen that comes in. If you would like to tweet me, of course, you can do so at Billy D's. You just have to be nice. You know, we can agree to disagree, but just have to be nice. Sometimes I get some mean tweets. I'm going to have to do a show about mean tweets uh, one of these days. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. And we'll be back again next next week you are listening to the billy d's podcast well hello everyone i am billy d's from the self-titled billy d's podcast you can find me on apple Podcasts, stitcher tune in iHeartRadio, and many more of the best podcast networks join me for my commentary and interviews follow me on twitter really easy to find at billy d's i am billy d's i'd love to have you listen in